welcome to my podcast Cool Down with Abhay where I bring in different people from the sports industry to come and engage in conversation with me so that you and I can learn more about the Indian sports ecosystem. Let's get right into it. So hey guys, welcome to this episode of Cool Down with Abhay. Uh I'm very excited about this episode because as a BFC fan, this is a really exciting moment for me. Uh my guest today is the head coach of uh, Bangalore FC, Kars Quadrat. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me for that kind of conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time of your out of your day to actually be a part of this. So, before we actually speak about uh, BFC, I was hoping that we could actually um, let people know about your journey into football and how you began. So, I know that uh, you joined La Masia at the age of ten years old. So, can you tell me what that was like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am that kind of person who has been doing everything in football. You know, I mean, I started as a as a football player in 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 Barcelona when they were doing trials for for kids. I was ten uh, years old. Uh, then I have been also ball boy in in Camp Nou when the first team was playing the official games. I was catching the ball and giving to to the players at that moment. It, it was was well, it was in the eighties. So at that moment there was players like uh, Armando Maradona, Bern Schuster. So it was very nice to be in the pitch with that kind of. Wow. So, you, so did you ever get to meet the players like when you were in the academy? Right, right. I, what was it like actually meeting Maradona? Yeah, you know, it's 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 like a dream. They are your uh, your idols. Eh? You you are watching them on TV. You are watching them uh, as the top stars, and suddenly. You are watching them just playing football, uh, only five yards away from you in the in the same grass. So nice, nice. It makes you dream a lot about to become a football player, and and I was happy because at the end it, it, it was what happens with my life. So I I keep uh, playing with Barcelona for around ten years. I arrived to the Barcelona B team. Uh, that moment I have some injuries, so I, I didn't get the opportunity to play for the first team, but. I was a professional in the Spanish second division, so I was getting my dream uh, uh, realized. So it was nice. Still, uh, being a child who has who has grown up in Barcelona, it must have been an amazing experience to actually represent your home team, right? That's it. That's it. It. I think that it gives a, pl- a plus. You know, when you when you are uh, very very involved with a club, then when you are playing, uh, it's it, like uh, of course every football player is professional you know i mean you are in any club and you are defending that club but if you are doing with that kind of passion that means to play for the club that you really love i think that it's an extra i think that it's something that for example in barcelona is happening a lot that uh, the players like pujol like pique uh, even like messi they are giving an extra because they really uh, have uh, a big love a big love to the club. Yeah. So before before you unfortunately got struck with an injury, you also got an opportunity to represent the Spanish national team, right? That's it. That's it. What was that like? Yeah, it was great. I remember the first day of the season when we were 16 years old that the Barcelona coach came to the locker room and say us, "Okay, this season there is the European uh, Championship of uh, under 16 uh, national team." And some of you maybe have the chance to represent Spain in that kind of event. So 
just work hard and try to get an opportunity. And finally, I was one of the of the three players from Barcelona team who arrived to the national team, and it was it was a very nice experience. We we did a wonderful championship in in Hungary. We lost semi-finals only in the penalties. Uh, we play for the third, yeah. We play for the third and fourth place, and we we get the third position, uh, beating Germany that game. So it was a very nice experience. That's amazing. So after you were done with your playing career, you eventually moved on to coaching, and your first job uh, was actually being a director of Grava, Grava Youth Academy, right? That's it, because I was playing in that club at that moment. This is a club in the second division in Spain. I was there playing uh, for nine years. Oh, wow, okay. Yes. So, you know, there was a lot of relation with me. And at the same time, I was studying my degrees to become physical coach and also to become uh, my, uh, my degree as, as a head coach. So, so yes, they gave me the opportunity to start uh, just uh, getting the organization of the of the Jost Academy in that club. So it was great. It was my first experience in, in football as a, as a manager. Um, and after that, I, I received the call from Barcelona Jost Academy to be physical coach in, in the junior team. So I understand that it was, it was the moment to change. And it's what I did. When you actually uh, became the coach, fitness coach at uh, Barcelona's under-15 team, I think this was in 1998. So I think uh, you must have actually had a young Messi over there, right? Eh? Uh, no, Messi, Messi is, is still a little bit uh, younger. Uh, I, I got the, the group with Iniesta. Uh, Iniesta was my group. So Messi was oh. <laughs> Messi was there already, but but he was uh, like two or three years uh, down, you know. Okay, wow. So, uh, uh, did they actually show that immense amount of talent when they were that age? Were you able to see that they would be superstars? Yeah, uh, the only thing is that he was a very, very little kid, you know. Uh, that guy, uh, Messi, Iniesta, all these guys, they, they, they were very, very little. So, it was very interesting the way that the club was uh, helping them to develop and to get the, the physical parameters to be competitive in the top of football and, and I think it, it was a special moment in, in football history that this kind of guys with not a, a, a very very high physical conditions can become uh, the players who are, who are the, the best players in the world. Uh, you remember I think it was in 2012 that the three best players in the world were the three uh, products from La Masia. It was uh, Xavi, Iniesta, and Messi. And if you see these guys are uh, like this, and they are not very uh, aggressive, they are not very uh, fast, they are not very endurance, they are just very good football players. That's the important thing, that they play football very well. They're very technically brilliant players, right? And also, what, what is very important in football is to take decisions. They, they take the right decisions at the right moment. And it's something very, very difficult to, to manage. I think that uh, we can see, for example, eh, trying to make the comparison with, with India, that we have very technical players, very talented players, but maybe they are not taking the right decisions in the right moment during the, the high press 
uh, high pressure games. Does yeah. That mean? That yeah. When you are in that kind of situation and everything is happening very fast, you have to be very good taking decisions. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's the next step in India, you know, that, that we can get after so many years of work that our players take better decisions. Yeah. So after Barcelona, you moved on to Galatasaray and you joined Frank Rijkaard's uh, coaching staff as a trainer, right? And I think that's also where you met Albert Roca for the first time. No, it, it, it was the first time that we worked together. But I, I met him in the university in Barcelona. So we, we know each other for a long, long, long time. In fact, uh, it was uh, Albert Roca who suggested uh, Reichert to sign another physical coach because uh, when they start the precision with Galatasaray, yeah, they, they find, you know, Galatasaray is a giant. It's a, it's a very, very big club. Yeah, so yeah. When, they, when they arrive to Galatasaray, they see that they have 40 players uh, with contracts. So they have to work with a huge group of players. There are 40 so, players? Yeah, it happens in football sometimes. There is clubs that have a lot of money and they try players, players are not working good enough, so they go for another option, and it was that kind of crazy situation. And Alberto uh, talked with Frank and say, I know a physical coach who is very good, uh, he knows a lot about football, he can help us in that kind of moment, and it was for me the, the starting to work with uh, Reichardt. So, when Albert Roca actually got the opportunity to become the manager, he chose you to be his assistant. And that was your first experience as an assistant manager, right? Well, what was that feeling like and how did you approach it? Yeah, I think it was a, a natural situation, you know. I mean, uh, after to have a friendship for so many times, uh, we know each other very well. Mm. So, once, once Reichard decides not to to be involved in football anymore when he decides to to stop to to be coach. Then Alberto, who was the assistant coach of Reichert, makes a step up and yeah. he starts to, to be head coach. And and yes, he asked me if I want to join him as assistant coach. And I also was feeling that it was a good moment for me, you know, to to stop to be physical coach and to to go for the assistant coach. There is a a uh, 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 situation that was happening that I, I was traveling in France in 2016 uh, watching a Euro Cup game you know I yeah. was watching in Italy you know uh, Iniesta was getting some tickets for me so I went to the to the match in Paris uh, and and I received a call from Galatasaray yeah. because they were offering me to come back to to be a physical coach wow. uh, and, and I remember that I was talking with Albert and, and I decided, Albert, you have been trusting me uh, about to be your assistant coach. Now you have signed with uh, Bengaluru in India as a head coach. And, and because you already have signed, I don't want to say you, okay, thank you, but I'm not coming with you. Yeah. So I decided to, to come to India uh, just to help him. Uh, and... And the funny thing is that at that moment, Galatasaray, just two weeks later, they were playing against uh, Manchester United, a friendly game, and and it was uh, Mourinho as coach in Manchester United. So 
for me it was like wow I, I could be now playing <laughs> against Mourinho but I am here in India in another kind of project you know but I, yeah, I, yeah. you know I was understanding that I was in another way you know I was taking another uh, road in football and I'm happy because that road uh, led me uh, to become also head coach after uh, two years and also let me uh, have big challenge like to try to be competitive in the Super League and, and also even reach the, the, the trophy so it was nice it was nice to, to put that kind of challenge in my way and, and to achieve that so you mentioned uh, BFC. So in 2016, you actually joined with Albert Roca as assistant manager. I, I was wondering, what was your first impression of the club? Over here, like my personal introduction into Indian football was uh, Bengaluru FC. And I was so grateful that the club started. I was wondering what your first impression of the club was. Yeah, we, we have to be honest. We have to be realistic. Uh, when you come from Europe and from big clubs like Barcelona or Galatasaray, it's really, it shocks, it shocks when you arrive mm. to India and you see the, the football uh, stadium that we have to training in Bangalore, you know, with a very, very bad uh, artificial surface for training. Yeah. Uh, when you see the locker rooms, they are miles away of the standards that we have in Europe. So it, it makes a... It, 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 you get worried, of course. You get worried about, wow, uh, how we are going to work here with that kind of conditions. But at the same time, when you know the people in the club, when you see how they try... Mm, they, they, believe me, they do miracles. People in the office, the people in the management, the, the technical staff, uh, I think that they do miracles in, in Bengaluru to get things happening and to provide you the right conditions to 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 do the job, you know? And it's yeah, yeah. In, in, in these uh, four years that I have been in Bengaluru, uh, we have been uh, getting the, the targets of the system and I can see very, very clearly after four years that the football in India is improving a lot. I mean, yeah. there is a lot of people putting a lot of energy, and also there is the, the investors putting money trying to develop things. So for example, in Bengaluru, uh, uh, after one year, we start to training in a natural surface. Uh, yeah. The club was arranging to, to basically, is to, to have the same conditions of uh, playing the games in the training. Yeah. Also to avoid injuries. If you're training in artificial surfaces, you you have more possibilities to, to get injured because your muscles and your tendons are doing a, a different kind of job. So what I mean is that uh, in comparison with what we were working before, it was uh, a very, very, very poor standard mm. to work. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, you can see that Everybody is getting it uh, developed, and that uh, Bengaluru will show us for the first moment that they are a, a club with a plan. They really yeah. want, want to develop football. So that's the reason because uh, they have been investing a lot of money in Bellary, 
uh, and the young kids of the academy can work in very much better conditions in Bellary than if they are in uh, Bangalore. So it, it, it's the important thing that there is a plan and that the plan is, uh, is giving results. Yeah, nice. So in those in those two years that uh, Albert Roca was still with us, we were able to get the fed. We were in the I League when you had actually just come, right? So in those seasons, we were able to get the Fed Cup and the Super Cup, and we were we you were able to achieve uh, becoming the first Indian side to make it to the AFC Cup final. That was amazing. So uh, I I was wondering why when Albert Roca decided to leave. How come? How, how come you chose to stay back over here and not follow him? I, all that, I'm very grateful that you did. I was wondering what was the decision behind it. Oh, yeah, no, it was a challenge for me. You know, uh, when when the club offers me to become head coach, it, as I told to you, I have been in football all my life. I have been uh, football player, ball boy, physical coach, assistant coach. So it, it was the next step to become head coach. So first of all, I, I was talking with with Albert. In fact, Albert was the one who who talked with the management to recommend my my name once he decided not to keep uh, working in in India at that moment. So it was not a question of uh, uh, okay, uh, I have another project, Carlos, come with me to that other project. No, it was like uh, I'm going to be at home. For one one year, you want to keep working. I think that uh, Bengaluru is a very good opportunity for you to start as a head coach. So it was the situation, and I I understand that uh, the club really was trusting in, in me as an option, and more important, the players. The players it believe is, that yeah. I can be the kind of coach that can uh, take them to the to the Super League title. So it was. It was the main thing that uh, makes me to say yes to the offer. I, it's really nice to see that really uh, good bond that you and Albert have with that 10 years of working together, that he trusted you to actually give the hands to you. And in your first season with as a head coach at uh, BFC, you actually won the ISL. You won our first ever ISL. Uh, what was that like? How You must have been really proud of that. Yeah, it was uh, a very, very big uh, happiness because uh, to win a title is to to, to finish eh, all the all the work, all the dreams, all the all the situations that you have been uh, day after day during uh, a lot of months. Uh, it gives you a result. So it was it was a wonderful moment, and and and, and also you know eh, when it happened the first year that you are head coach. It's yeah. like, uh, wow, it's a big challenge and you get the challenge. So it was a very special moment in, in my life. Yeah, I can imagine. And in the most recent season, we made it to the playoffs once more. But unfortunately, uh, in the second leg was the ATK. The odds were against us and we lost. But uh, if you could summarize the season that just went by, well, what are the takeaways that you got from it? Ah, yeah, you know how... How difficult it is to keep uh, uh, winning titles because yeah. it happens all over the world. Eh? You can see that in, in any big club in the world. So I was worried at the start of the season about which would be the reaction of the players, of the club, of everybody. 
once you become champion. Because yeah. a lot of times, a lot of times the next season is not good. Eh? Mm. We we have seen historically that the only team to reach the playoffs after become champions was ATK in 2015. The yeah. rest of the teams who become champion never, never reached yeah. again the playoffs. So it was my first target to, yeah. to try to, to keep the guys working hard and, and getting the, the playoffs. It, it was also one of the reasons to, to sign a two years contract, you know, yeah. to have everybody ready for the, for, for the project. Not, not just, okay, uh, I become champion, I get a new good uh, contract, and bye-bye. No, no, it was like, okay, guys, most of you as a player only have one-year contract. Yeah. Me, as a coach, have two years contract. So to keep working with the club and to keep achieving uh, success, we have all together to go for that kind of uh, good season to, to renew contracts for all of us. So... You know, you know that uh, we start the season uh, with two important uh, decisions. That it was to, to not to, to 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 get a new contract to Miku and to Chisco, that they were part of our offensive game. But at the same time, at the same time, we get some new transfers and we try to to compensate uh, that kind of position. Uh, but unfortunately, I think that we, we play very good three games, the first three games of the season. I think that we really were at the same level that we finished the season, but uh, we get only three points from nine. But it's yeah. part of the football. I think that it, it was an important moment of the season because, uh, you know, there was uh, a lot of talkings at that moment about, oh, it's not the same team, blah, blah, blah. But it's not real. It's not real. We, we created the chances. We were playing really, really good football. And we were uh, deserving four points. Uh, remember that we lost in Goa three points. Uh, that, that was a game completely for us. We really were uh, very, very superior uh, to Goa in in uh, possession uh, ball game, in chances, everything. But we were uh, unfortunately conceding a penalty in the 92 minutes, and we we lost uh, the victory at that moment. But what I mean about that is that is that the team was strong enough to to fight about that kind of situations and finally to reach the playoffs. So I think yeah. that we have to be uh, really, really happy about how the team uh, was managing during the season. And then, of course, uh, we don't feel happy about not to reach the final. But uh, if you see the game. It was it was that kind of big games that sometimes are playing uh, for you and sometimes are playing against you. It was a really good match that second leg, and I was so I was so optimistic when we won the first leg, and I watched it with a bunch of my friends. We were cheering it on, and it was just hard luck. <laughs> uh, well, you know, in football you have seen so many things that uh, I, I I was trying to 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 talk with my players about what we are going to find in, in Calcutta because you know you know that if you arrive to the last moments of the game only with one goal difference yeah. uh, the atmosphere the supporters pushing are going to help the other team to, to reach the target you know it, 
it has been happening also in Cantiriba. We have wonderful supporters, and the finals playing at home, they always have given us an extra, and we have been getting the result. Uh, also because of that emotional moment that is happening in the stadium. So we know that in Calcutta, we we should try not to arrive to that moment of the game in yeah. that kind of conditions. And unfortunately, there was little things happening that uh, put the other team uh, with that result. We won from them. But even with that result, we were only one goal away of the final and we created the chances. Hey, if yeah. you remember, we had the very clear chances of one and with the heading of Prater in front of the goal, one against Gang with the goalkeeper. So I think that we were very close on the final, very, very, very close. But you have to, I think that it, it makes you grow up as a club when you, when you are in that kind of games. I, I am a very fan of Barcelona and, and I remember when Iniesta scored the goals in Chelsea, it was uh, 0-1 and led uh, uh, Barcelona to reach the final of the Champions League yeah. in 2009. It was a kind of uh, situation that um, it was like like a penalty kick. I mean, only one good decision of the player take you to the final or not. Yeah. So it, it was the same for us in Calcutta. It was a good decision of uh, Williams with the heading, uh, taking uh, ATK to the final. Yeah. Or it was a bad decision from uh, Freiter getting us out of the final. It's football. It happened. Yeah. So I want to talk a little about the fans. If, uh, Bangalore FC is very well known because of the uh, amazing fanship that is followed by the club. The West Block Blues are known all across the country and you have a great relationship with the fan club as well. We've seen videos where you have joined them in the stands where you're cheering with them and the stands, you're doing the Viking clubs with them and everything like that. So can you tell me what they, what uh, your relationship with the fans means to you? From the first moment that we arrived to the club in 2016, we, we feel that the, the guys were really supporting us. It's amazing. It's amazing. Albert was okay, always making jokes uh, to me about, wow, I think that you are the only assistant coach that uh, everybody in the stadium is clapping you and saying your name to, to, to answer with a hello, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's special. I think that the, the way the, the West Ball Blues and all the fans in Bengaluru support the team is, is a very special one. I think that uh, for, a, for a very, very young club, uh, from the first moment, they have been uh, trying to, to, to make it big, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's really very nice. Uh, but when I was with the suspension last week, uh, I, I just have the feeling to go up to the stands to to share a moment with them and to, to say thank you to them because it's amazing. It's amazing the way they, they support us game after game after game. Yeah. So, I think in actually two or three weeks, you're going to be celebrating your two-year anniversary as head coach with BFC. So, uh, how are you? firstly, how are you going to be celebrating that and what are you looking uh, forward to in the future? Yeah, I think that the, 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 the worst way, way to celebrate things is uh, working and 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 trying to keep 
the standard. This is what I'm going to do. I I am here doing scouting uh, in Spain, watching videos, trying to prepare the next season. And I'm very happy that uh, there is thing that's happening all over the world with the coronavirus, and it looks that every every business situation is getting uh, stopped, but it's, it's not happening with Bengaluru. Uh, our guys are not going to the office, of course. Uh, our guys are just working from home in, in the in the management and and the staff uh, yeah. situations. But even like this, we we were able to to sign. Uh, Dimas and Eric during the last week. Yeah. So it means that we are still working in, in the project and uh, I'm very happy that these, these players they have different offers in different clubs but they they prefer to keep doing the work with Bengaluru because they feel that uh, we can keep reaching t- uh, titles. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy that Bengaluru uh, believe in the way that we are working and, and believe in the, in the group. And if you see, I, I think that Goa, for example, Goa is a, is a fantastic club and, yeah. and they have been playing wonderful uh, football during last season. But, yeah. but, but a club with a very big, a very good coach like Glovera and very good players like uh, uh, Paul, the uh, Who, Coro, Edubedia, Hugo, and the Indian players, of course, Mandar, Lenny, uh, Awas. All these players have been doing wonderful football for the last two seasons, but they have not become Super League champions. Yeah. The project, project for them is, is ended. I mean, it's ending. Yeah. I, 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 I wish the best for Goa and I hope that in Champions League uh, they can represent the country very well. But uh, the project that they have now is finished because they are going to change uh, players, they are going to change coach. And this great group, great group of talent players, yeah. they have not achieved the Super League. What I mean with that is that we in, in Bangalore, we have achieved Super League, we have achieved the Federation Cup, we have achieved the Super Cup with that core of players. And that core of players still are uh, going to try to achieve more things with the with the team. I think that it's very important. I think that it okay. gives entity to the team. I think that it gives uh, also a very good connection with the, with the supporters because uh, we are making longer the, the, the life of a champion team. Yeah. Me? yeah, yeah. In, in, in the last uh, Super League semi-finals, there was eight players who has been champions of the Super League uh, the, the year before, uh, fighting for another trophy, you know? Yeah. And I think that in, in the next, uh, in the next uh, Super League, uh, seventh edition, we are also going to have um, seven, eight players, you know, fighting for uh, for for the title again, and it's it's very important. It's it's yeah. something special. So I know you have to go soon. I had I have just one last question. Uh, you've been in India for four years now, and you've seen football grow over this period of time. Uh, where do you see it? Uh, at what pace do you see it growing, and where do you think uh, our future lies? 
Indian football? Uh, it's very important to keep with that kind of uh, project for the next 10 years, minimum. Yeah. Uh, now it's going to be the seventh edition of the Super League. Uh, and of course, Super League is a great league. It's a very yeah. good uh, uh, format, uh, good pitches. Eh? They take a lot of care about conditions of the of the pitches. And even us, we cannot training ever in Bangalore Stadium in Cantiriva eh? because they want the pitch in really, really perfect conditions. And also, they are investing, eh? the clubs, they are investing a lot of money bringing uh, good foreigner coaches, bringing good foreigner players. If, if we can keep that kind of standard, yeah. uh, I think that uh, we can see players that in three, four years, they do a progression like this. Eh? It's happening with, with Nishu in our team. Eh? We, yeah. we get Nishu when he was a, a young kid and he was having a lot of tactical mistakes in in defense, in that kind of position, and he developed a great uh, defender and, and even he leads the national team. Unfortunately, we have lost him because uh, the market is the market and uh, another team come with a, a huge uh, economical offer and, and, and the player decides to go for that kind of offer. But uh, it's nice to see players uh, like him developing so much in four or five years same uh, with a lot of players in the country yeah? with Kappa with uh, uh, Mandari Goa with Chuanti uh, that was doing a very nice season last season I mean when you put the money and when you put the right uh, people working with the young talent the young talents are developing but yeah. it's a question of of uh, keep uh, constant with that kind of investment. If yeah. you start to change things, if you start to to try to to, to save uh, money, to save energy, then uh, you cannot get the result. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for taking time of your, out of your day and being a part of this podcast. I think people who are watching are gonna learn a lot from, about you and your journey from this conversation. <laughs> So thank you so much for being a part of this. It was a pleasure for me to, you know, to talk about football is always uh, uh, a passion. So thank you so much for your calling. And please, uh, everybody, stay safe at home and take care.